Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Window Nation and A number one air, Ron Jaworski. I think RJ had the best intro and title for him. Really the guy who introduced us kind of to X's and O's on television. So Jaws, Mr. Philadelphia, Eric Chiafalo with a crush on Ron Jaworski is coming up at 620. We're going to have Sean Alexander on today. We're going to have Dean Blandino, the bad guy from the Dez Catch, Howard Eskin, the Burger King, Mark Schlereth, who we love, bringing us some salsa, and then Adam Thielen in the final hour, and who knows what the heck else is going to happen here uh, on Radio Row. Choppy Kyrie to the Suns. Yep. <laughs> you sent me this. I said, what What are we doing already? Uh, we're already watching him go somewhere else. We're already starting. We're starting with the uh, the drama. That's what we're doing. Uh, he's a double agent, Sean. He's a double agent. He is working for the Suns while playing for the Dallas Mavericks. Brian Windhorst said this um, about Kyrie Irving. Uh, basically saying, don't rule out Phoenix here. That when the season's over. Jeez. Kyrie Irving still has hopes of doing the super team thing with James Harden no. and Kevin Durant. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yep. They're going to tr- – I, I, I think we all love Brian Windhorse. He reached iconic status with the Utah pointing. I believe him. Why would they say that? I don't know if I can believe this. They're going to repeat Brooklyn 2.0 with, with the same three in Phoenix? Harden, Kyrie, and Durant interested in playing together again? That makes zero, big fat zero, zero sense. It, well, it doesn't, but he says Kyrie and James are free agents. Yeah. Uh, he goes, if you think this is over, it isn't over. Kyrie really wanted Phoenix. And so just start thinking about that. Oh, my gosh. Well, that doesn't make me feel too So great. what would that That would be what? Chris Paul goes? Yeah. And then it would be uh, Harden playing small forward? There's no way that there's. I thought that they dogged Harden on the way out. Durant thought he was fat and lazy to start off, and then Kyrie took some shots at James, and Harden took some shots at Kyrie over the COVID stuff while leaving. 
Why, why, would, why would y'all get together again? Hey, family, I, family, family disagrees. You know, they, they, they. they but at the end actually, of the day, all three are nut jobs, so I guess it is possible. It, it fits. Boy, that would be. Uh, so, what if you got Kyrie, Devin Booker, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Ayton? Well, they would lose Ayton, I'm sure. How? If they all wanted to play together and cut a deal. I mean, they couldn't afford it. <laughs> That's what they say whenever, like, uh, you know, they would always say that whenever, like, Blake Griffin or Amari Stoudemire was a free agent, and it's like, well, I'll play for little because I want to be here and play with these guys. What else jumped out to you of anything with the NBA trade deadline? Mike Bassett was all over it for the G-Bag Nation. Some names got moved, not necessarily because they're good players, like Mo Bamba. Is R- I think I just Shaq got I, th- I think I just heard RJ Young, and Shan. I think Philadelphia over there just called me RJ and Shan. I think I just heard that. <laughs> We've been talking to these guys off air for three days like good friends, and they just shanned me. I, I prefer the name they gave us yesterday, the Choppy Show. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Much much better. And then someone on a national Peyton. I don't know. Get the clip if you can. Someone butchered my name as well. I fought about it with Sean Alexander yesterday. The All World. MVP running back. We had to fight over the first names on top of it. But uh, Mo Bamba going to the Lakers. Pat Beverly traded out. John Wall traded back to Houston with the old quote that resurfaced. After he finally got out of the armpit, they asked him about the Rockets organization. He goes, trash. Beyond trash. And now John Wall is getting set back there. Second round picks. That is the other thing that stood out to me yesterday. Yeah, we'll get. Oh gosh, the, like the we'll swap you five second rounders, yeah. which is worth nothing. So like the Bucks traded, uh, they got Jay Crowder. They sent Brooklyn five second round picks. All for right. Jay Crowder. For Jay Crowder. Five. Five. The Hawks uh, got uh, Sadiq Bay. They sent. I'm sorry. They sent five second round picks to the Warriors for him. Okay, five second round picks. The Pelicans traded Devontae Graham and four second-rounders to San Antonio for Josh Richardson. Wow. Um, so, and the reason is, is because since 20, you know, we are looking at uh, in tw- from 2010 to 2020, a grand total of 330 players were taken in the second round over that 10-year stretch. 330. Four guys. Four guys went to the All-Star game. Four out of 330? Four out of 330 second-round picks Wow! went to the All-Star game. 65 of them never even appeared in an NBA game. Whoa. So they're, they're worthless. This, yeah, for all this talk. It's a seventh-round pick in the NFL is what it is. Yeah. The only one, like Malcolm Brogdon won Rookie of the Year one year. That's really about it. Uh, 1.5% of second-rounders. Uh, paid notable dividends for the team that selected them. Wow. So you have a 98.5% chance of getting absolutely nothing out of them. So they are a waste of time. And the Mavericks let one of them go. And Jalen Brunson. Oh. Wiseman got traded. The next. The next in Golden State. So he was dealt as well. Uh, So he was dealt away. And and this was – they thought they were going to get something, you know, a, a steal out of him. You know, they had that down year. And they get, like, the number two pick in the draft or whatever, and they were able to get him, and it didn't work. What are they saying about Luka for tonight? Uh, it's still unclear if he's going to play tonight um, because I haven't seen any, like, fresh updates this morning. I know the other night they said they were hopeful for it, but that it there wasn't any certainty with it. So no fresh updates yet. Hopefully we'll have something this afternoon. But I want you – know, we need to go ahead and get this train started. 
We're, we're entering the second half close. We need to go ahead and get God. these two on the court. Should I record Amanda when I land? She's already got, got on me yesterday. She's like, I'm excited for you to come home. And uh, she's like, my wife only compliments me to get a compliment in return. You know, she's a boomeranger. Uh, she, she, she loves to get the, 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 the turnaround compliment. And I didn't say anything back. Like, we were running around yesterday coming back here. She's like, um, are you looking forward to seeing us? And I was like, well, sweetheart, like, to be honest, it's been like three days. You know what I mean? Like, it's been four. Okay. It's been, it, it feels like we, I don't feel like it's felt that long that we've been here. So I was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you. I really, really am. Mm-hmm. But then I'm going to have to record her as I'm going home on Luca Watch, getting ready to want to watch Mavs Kings on a Friday night, see my family in Sacramento, if Luca plays. If not, I can get away with he- looking at it tomorrow. But I want to see the first half of them. And Mavs Kings, when's the last time I made an appointment to want to watch that? Vlade and Peja days. He, he is officially listed as questionable. Ah. So, but it was an upgrade to questionable, so he's in a better spot than he was the other night. All right, Peyton, you got someone butchering me. Where is this the butcher boy? Uh, where is this coming from? Salami Joe. Uh, Somewhere TikTok. on Twitter. It's the TikTok guy. Oh. Who? NFL Network just removed Michael Irvin from Super Bowl coverage after allegations of misconduct were made against him. Apparently, a woman accused him of this misconduct in a hotel lobby. And here's what he had to say about it on the Shannon RJ Dallas radio show. <laughs> Shannon, RJ Dallas Radio all Show. Right. I, I hate TikTok news delivery person. They all Shannon, like RJ, that. and Shaw. Oh gosh, it's so irritating. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't like dude with uh, super high pitch voice. That bothers me. Yeah, it's like you're missing some, like you're missing something there. And I hate the the jump cut style that all these people do, where it's like, you know, on the Shannon, RJ Show, Michael Irvin's, and then it's yeah. like doing all these like. I know, but you know why? Because they're not professionals. <laughs> no, they're, they're 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 TikTok. Uh, it's Gen uh, Z sportscast. Dude, they've they've got like legitimate audio equipment out here. They're still doing the dumb little mini mic thing with like NFL players back here going like, "What do you?" With the one that pops and stuff, it's awful. Speaking of Michael Irvin, he is firing back at these accusations. He filed a $100 million lawsuit suing the person accusing him of the misconduct at the Renaissance Hotel. So this is it right here? Suing, yeah. Marriott. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hotel manager will have $100 million, but Marriott does. Mike says he's being railroaded uh, with the accusations that are ruining his career. Uh, He's the next victim right now of cancel culture over something that never happened. Marriott apparently did not appreciate uh, and in a rush to judgment. Wait a second. Okay, this is from Michael's attorneys. Um, The Marriott employees and management inaccurately and inflammatorily accused Mr. Irvin of misconduct to the National Football League. Witnesses... Uh, have backed up Michael's initial claim that he just casually exchanged pleasantries with Jane Doe, shook her hand, and went to his room alone. And then once made aware of the ac- uh, accusations, Irvin and the t- and his team said they attempted to provide witness accounts to the hotel. They refused to listen. So now we have $100 million as Michael Irvin maybe is fighting for his media life. Yeah, I mean, look, he'll... Um... Michael lands on his feet. He always does. He always has, and I think he always will. Like it, it is, it is. Well, he's not going to be on ESPN. He's not going to be on NFL Network. Maybe not this week. <laughs> you know, if he's exonerated, he will. But uh, you know, he he will always land on his feet. Uh, someone will take him because they need him. 
Uh, but this is think about this week though the money he's lost like all the extra stuff that he does. Oh, I know the autograph sessions, yeah. the appearances, oh, the parties, yeah. the invites canceled. It's all canceled. All now. gone. It's all it's all out the door now. So we'll see what happens. Uh, and look and look, that, but but to be balanced as AF, if he did something, then yeah, he he deserves to sure. get wiped out for the entire week. Uh, oh yeah! If he didn't, that's really, really unfortunate that an allegation, an accusation, can be made, and you're just, you're, you're done, for now. Yeah. Look, I mean, to me, it's, it's always the, always innocent till guilty. That's always how it is for me. For me. Well, I, that's I, what the country's supposed to be. It's, it's pretty much, I think, one of the tenets of, of being, you know, of freedom and stuff. Uh, but that's not how it is here. It, it, it's, it's stupid. I hate it, but, um, you know, if he did it. Then he deserves to, to, to get something happen to him. Yeah, and I mean, this would not be the. First... And we still don't really know what the accusation is. No. Misconduct. <laughs> it's very vague. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's as vague as the NFL stipulations about questions you can ask. Yeah. Draft prospects. Nothing that's offensive. Well, what does that mean? Like, it's, uh, it's the same sort of thing where he's, he's committed misconduct. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're aware of exactly what they're, they're saying and what they're accusing. Um, and they're just using the catch-all misconduct for the public discussion about mm-hmm. it. But, uh, I, I mean, Michael seemed pretty adamant with us that I didn't do anything. And this would not be this would not be the first time that he had been accused of something and then vindicated uh, yeah. shortly after. I mean, what would you say, Chop? The other day, it's like this, this has happened several times. It's like a, a It's a every, four, every four years with Mike. Something, something gets – there's some kind of thing thrown his way. Meanwhile, Bobby Belt and Nick Eatman – Catching up with Micah Parsons. Explain how this went down over here on the bed. <laughs> so this was fun. Well, that sounds graphic. Uh, <laughs> True. We uh, we were we've been behind the scenes here for a couple of days trying to like swing it so we could get Micah on set um, because Micah is not doing a bunch of the radio row stuff. He's doing kind of sponsor hits. So around, ju- around. just just so y'all know, sorry, Bobby. Your Dak Prescotts, your CeeDee Lambs, your Micah Parsons, they're not controlled by the Cowboys to do these interviews. They're with their sponsors, right? They're with Old Spice. They're with Sleep Number. So, Because a lot of the new guys in Nosebleeds are like, why don't we have these guys on our radio station? Because these companies are like, no, you just go to the national ones. Mm-hmm. We're just doing national. We're not bothering with the piddly little small <laughs> local they, media. They, they never they never come into the pen with yeah. us. They stay on the outside <laughs> of the fence yeah. is what they do. Yes. And so uh, but they get I, the retirees. So we've we've got a good relationship here on the show with a lot of Micah's people. And so I had hit them well, up and tried to see if we could get something to happen. I was told man if we could fit it maybe. So we we went over to sleep number where he was and uh, they told Nick Eatman and I, they were like, okay, as far as the walk is from sleep number to fan duel, which how far of a walk do you want to say that is? Oh, that's... A minute, maybe? If well, you're walking it, slow? Maybe. Yeah, not 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 during um, rush hour here. Then maybe like three minutes, but... Uh... With, with, with my walk, like with, with my walking pace, I'm there in probably 30 seconds. <laughs> Choppy loves, by the way, walk... Uh, uh, I know, he thinks it's hilarious. He thinks I walk like Conor McGregor. You do. Uh... Well, you, you, you swing your arms like yes. crazy. But... Sean only swings one arm when he walks. And you swing no arms. You know, I'm going to get us on the video. I can impersonate. We'll, we'll impersonate everyone's walks. Like batting stance guy. Yeah. You're going to do our yeah. walks. But so they told us, they said, hey, you guys can walk. with the, And so uh, it was actually, it really was just a favor to, like, Nick and us, I guess, because he they were brushing off other people and saying, no, no, no. So we got a minute walk with him to ask him as many questions as we could. How excited are you to have DQ back? Oh, it's pretty great. You know, DQ's my dog. We're on the way, right? Uh, 
you know, I knew he was never leaving, so I'm not even worried. I wasn't even surprised. What do you think about the coaching staff changes in general this offseason? I can't control that. Like uh, it was interesting to see, but you know we gotta see what happens when we come into OTAs. The game, obviously, a couple weeks ago, you've had pro bowl, you've done this. Is it still kind of bitter in your in your, in your mouth just from the loss? Yeah, just the way we lost, it was tough. Everyone hates to lose like that, but uh, you know. It is what it is. I got this point. I just got to get ready for next year. That's where my focus got to go. This week been for you. I mean, is it fun, though, just being here seeing these players? And yeah. This week's been amazing, man. I love the experience. I love being around the guys. Uh, it's always a great two weeks ever since I came into the league. Does this motivate you more, being around the Super Bowl, wanting to be here? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the goal every time. No doubt this is my top motivation and priority. And then we reached FanDuel. <laughs> that was exactly how long the walk to FanDuel was. And then it was over. And by the way, Nick Bosa wins NFL Defensive Player of the Year, as expected. Yep. It was, uh, what, it was Micah's for 14 weeks, and then he, he loses it in the final month or whatever it is. But uh, I, I, I will say, uh, the as you can as you can probably tell there, the, the shuffling around from station to station mm-hmm. gets the guys a little irritable. They're a little irritable there, there, and so uh, Mike I was, is extra moody. I, yeah, he was, oh yeah, he's very he he's he I'm, I'm, he makes me think of my my son. Like, how's my kid gonna be when I wake him up out of bed? Is he gonna get out of bed like choppy and all happy and ready to attack the world, or is it gonna be just a miserable experience of waiting for him to get out of I, his I, slumber? I, I do get it though because like he was over here at PFT, he started with Florio, then he bounced over here. To okay, the well he's set. getting paid. I know, but I'm just saying. Who freaking who? I'm saying I know, but I'm saying that the one minute walk where he's like mm. gonna be a time a second oh, to breathe. Now he's doing an interview during his walking space. Right. I get why he might be a little a little short. All right, it's Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Let's Let's start paying homage to the filthy green. Uh, Eric Chiafalo had a little bit of a man crush. We tried to steal some cigars, and we had to clean up a mess all over Radio Row from Philadelphia. Ron Jaworski previews the Super Bowl and gives us little Cowboys advice next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, sitting down with us right now in the A number one air hot seat is Ron 
Jaworski back with a Super Bowl radio row on the home of America's team, 105.3 The Fan. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say America's team? Uh, is this going back to Philadelphia? No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, oh, no. I, I, I just, I'm sorry. God. This so, is so, sorry, I didn't even interrupt you. That's so nauseating. <laughs> and then this, it's Philly. Of course we are. And then this guy walking through, he has been stopped the most. We've been here since Monday. We've been doing this 12 years. He's got the most pictures, the most autographs. Everyone's stopping Jaws as we try to get him over here. How you been, Great man? to be with you guys. Great to be with and you. And I'm just having fun, football fun with you guys. Look, we, all, we, we should just cancel you right now. We saw you talking to Howard Eskin. And that <laughs> That's should be, enough. That's I enough. talk to everybody, guys. Come on. Did we Eskin wanna, just – We, we want to talk football. Howard just destroyed our set. Oh, no. <laughs> he spilled water and everything. Well, that, well, it's that fake Super Bowl wing you're, Howard you're wearing. Es- Howard Eskin's destroyed a lot of sets. <laughs> <laughs> It's that heavy ring you didn't yeah. earn. You dropped your water. It's that uh, medicine ball tea's got there. <laughs> now, flavonoids. Now, Jaws, our young man right here, new addition to the afternoon show, Eric Chiafalo, he has been eavesdropping and following you, stalking you throughout the day, <laughs> saying he's heard of some cigar party tonight, and he's trying to work an invite to some big cigar Ron Jaworski what do you event. Mean, what do you mean heard of? Is it true? Is there something oh, yeah. happening? Thir- oh. 13 years Coach Ditka and I have been having this event. Here, I'll, I'll take your oh, Eric, there you go. There's your invite. Look there you go. go. Personal invite. Wow. <laughs> You'll be one of the 1,200 best friends I will Look have. <laughs> Very exclusive. At the event tonight, yeah. Top 1,200. Co- MySpace official. Coach Ditkin and I have been doing this for this our 13th year now. Coach is going to be here because he's a little bit under the weather right now. And Brian Erlacher is kind of his replacement. But we raised money for the Gridiron Greats, which is Coach Ditka's foundation. And mine is Jaws, who played with at-risk kids. And Coach Ditka, many years ago, started Gridiron Greats because not every player is making the dollars that sure. we see the guys making now. There are some guys out there that from the 60s and the 50s that can't even pay their rent. And Coach Ditka started Gridiron Greats to help those guys. So a great, great person Mike Ditka is, and he still continues to give back. So I was talking to RJ before you came over. I said, what do you think of first with Jaws? I think you had the one of the most unique memories. Like you're like the – like to me, you're like the, the, the father of – the analysts, like on TV, right? You, like you brought watching game film to, to the to my to my living room. You know, you can see it in a game, NFL because, matchup show, NFL right. matchup. You see it in a game, yep. that's one thing, but we never saw it on yeah. a, on a TV set. You made it cool. I thought I thought you made it cool to watch film, even though I don't know what the hell I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, but but well, I, I think what you said, a lot of people really didn't know what was happening until we actually. Now, my office was NFL Films for 28 years. Not, even before the game tape got on TV, mm-hmm. I was studying the game tape. When it got on TV, Bill Polian, who at that time was the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, went ballistic. He felt that was sacred. You know, only the team should have that. Only the coach should have that. Ah. So when, when they made a business deal to put it on TV and do X's and O's, you know, I, I loved it because I, I always loved the analytics of the game, not just, oh, nice pass, nice throw. No, why was he open? Why did the quarterback go there? So I, I'd like getting in your living room and saying, why was that play successful? Let me show you why. Yeah. And with the, the NFL film's ability to do the, the graphics and the lights and the arrows and that, people began to understand the game a little bit better. So I, I appreciate those kind of words, and I, I really felt it like it's an obligation to teach. All right, so you're the perfect one to ask. Trent Dilfer said, that he loves Rodgers, he loves Brady, but what they do today doesn't impress him because of the rules and because of the differences in the way the game used to be played for the quarterbacks. How do you view it? Is it, is it much easier in, in what Dilfer said, the X's and the O's and the way the game well, is? I, 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 w- I wouldn't say it the way Trent said it. Um, 
it sounds like you know it, it was it was better when I played. And it's, you know, sometimes we're, us older players here. Oh, back in the day, and I don't want to be that guy. Right. It's like let's be realistic. You you can't touch a receiver, you know, five yards downfield. I was just with George Kittle. You know, in, in my day, they'd put a linebacker over George Kittle, and he wouldn't get off the line of scrimmage. They'd beat the hell out of him. You can't do that anymore. They pock him out a little bit. You can't touch him. So the game is the game in that regard is easier to play wide receiver. That makes it easier to play quarterback. And the other thing, guys will run over the middle. I, I played with the Miami Dolphins for a couple of years, 87 88 with Dan Marino. We played a game over in London. It was called the American Bowl at that time where they were mm-hmm. preseason games, right? I got Mark Duper and Mark Clayton. They wouldn't run a, an inside route, two, four, <laughs> six, or eight. I said, guys, it's a game plan. Ronnie Lott's there. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Lott's there. You know, so n- now that's out of the game. No one worries because you can't hit guys. You can't spear them. You get yeah. them. And, by the way, I'm saying that in a positive way because I think the game is safer now. Yeah. But it sure makes it easier for guys to run digs and squarings and skinny posts because Ronnie Lott's not there. No, you're not allowed to hit like Ronnie Lott hit. Because right. nowadays, like, downfield over the middle is, like, elite throw. Like, that's, that's where yeah. you want to go, right? Well, that's where the juice is. You know, that, you get that middle left field open, that, that, that's the space. That's what you're trying to get. But if Ronnie Lott's in that space, there's no juice. What are your thoughts in general on where Dak Prescott is right now in in terms of the quarterback landscape across the league? I'm a still I'm still a, a Prescott fan. I think he's got incredible talent. I think he's a top ten quarterback. I thought he would elevate his game into possibly top five or even a top three. I think he's got that kind of ability. He must, and I will say this about any quarterback turns the ball over. You turn the ball over, you're not going to be my quarterback. In the National Football League, in, in, I'll use this this year as an example. In the playoffs. Teams that are plus one or better in turnovers win 81% of the time. I like those odds. Now, in other words, a team that is minus one or worse, they lose 81% of the time. If you don't take care of the football, you're going to lose football games. And that is, and I came in the league in 1973, and the analytics now are absolutely fantastic. But that one turnover ratio, to me, separates it off. If you don't take care of the football, you're going to lose football games. And he's got to learn. You know, sometimes the best throw is throw it away or take a sack. He forces too many throws, and, and it's not my opinion. It's what I see. You know, it's what I see when I study Dak Prescott. He's got all the talent to be a top-three quarterback. He has not elevated his game to that, that stature, though. Ron Jaworski joining us here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby, 105 through the fan. How, how legitimately surprised were you by Jalen Hurts' leap forward? Did you think this was possible after last year? No, I didn't. In fact, uh, you know, after the season, you know, people came to me, particularly in the Philly market, what do you think? What do you think? Is he our guy for the future? I said, I don't know. He, he had a really nice season last year, but he did not have a good game against Tampa Bay and a Todd Bowles creative defense. It, re, it got to him. So then I said, I, I, can't, I can't say he's the guy for the next 10 years, but what I saw this year, because I, I said he was going to either get better or get worse. You know what? He got better. He's a great kid. He's smart. He's tough. He'll outwork you. He'll outstudy. He's got all the attributes you'd look for in, in a good young quarterback. But I couldn't say he was the guy. I wanted to see was he going to get better after that poor performance or go south. Some guys get better. Some go south. He elevated his game. And actually throughout the season, until the injury, he's gotten better every week. Is he the new school quarterback? I think Elliott Parks in Philly said teams would rather have their quarterback built like Hurts than Mahomes. So Lamar, Kyler, Hurts with the running. Would you still be afraid of that as a fields, as a GM? Fields in there. Fields no. versus the drop back. How are you looking at where I, we're going I, with I, this? I agree 100%. That's where the league is going. And and I'll, I'll give you maybe like a real life example I had happen this week. Steve Spagnuolo is a good friend of mine, defense coordinator for the Chiefs. So I text him early in the week because we text throughout the season. I said, Hey, how you just just touching base? No, nothing. 
You know, like what's you didn't name? betray what you your city. No, I don't. No, <laughs> hey, he's a, he, he coached the Eagles. That's how I got to know him so well. Yeah. You know? And so I, you know, how's it going? Just touching base, small talk. You know, how's the family? Blah blah. See, see in uh, Arizona. He goes, ah, not getting much sleep, man. This this Eagle team is hard to figure out. So when a defense quarter just says that, you know, he's burning them in at all, trying to figure it out. It's a it's a precision NFL-style passing attack. Shane Steich in the offense quarter has done a really good job with the design of the offense. However, he adds in a college running game, and that's what gets defenses, mm. the college running game part. You know, he bench presses, bench press, I think, like 350, and leg press is 600 pounds. He's big and strong and fast. So he can not only be by throwing the football, he can play the mind game with you by handing off on his own read, the RPO, which are hard to do. He's really good at it. He's a very accomplished player. And you know, I'm not in that building, but the guys that I know in that building say he's definitely the first guy in, the last guy out. So you get your classic drop-back passer. I mean, it could take five, six years before they're on cruise control, right, and they just figure it out. Is that threshold way less for a guy who can run? Yes. Yeah, I, I think you, know, you can build quicker around that kind of guy, limit what you have to do with reads. You're not, you're not going to get Tom Brady, you know, who psht, wants the ball snap. He knows everybody is. It, uh-huh. it, it takes years. time to be a precision Reader of defense, process information, and know where to go with the football and anticipate where to go with the football. You know, Brady's been you know, around for 25 years. If you watch him, you know where the ball's going by the time he hits the back step. Young guys, they get thrown out of kilter when they, you know, where they go, or pressure when their eyes start dropping. It, but I, I still think the new way of the NFL is going to be that running quarterback. What do you like about, do you like analytics and all the, the PFFs and all the you know different theories that have evolved. Where do you I love do. where football is, I, I, or you're kind of annoyed no, with I, something? I, I, I do. I, I think if you understand it, and, and when, when PFF started a few years ago, I spoke. It's Chris Collinsworth's company, so I spoke to Chris a lot about it. Like, who's doing it? Who's doing the evaluation? You know, is it some guy that uh, right. coached uh, little league football for his son, and he's watching an NFL game, going, "Oh, great block!" <laughs> you know, he gets a high grade. But when he, as time went on. And I began to understand he was hiring former NFL coaches, former NFL scouts. The guys that were actually breaking down the tape were sound, solid NFL guys that understood the NFL game. So they're not always right. Don't get me wrong. But I think for the most part, they're pretty close. Is it? And is the biggest limitation there on something like that, it seems like the most consistent limitation is you have no clue what the assignments were or, or, or what somebody was supposed uh, to do absolutely here. Right. Is that the biggest limitation to the grading? Because most of the time, those adjustments, particularly offensive line play, your hand's in the ground. Linebacker jumps inside. The play that was called is going to be different by how these guys block that scheme. You may get called over to help over there. When the original block was over there, you may miss that block and say, well, he went the wrong way. Well, you don't know that because that guy called you over for help. So there is limitations on grading a guy by what happened at the offensive line. The one, the one part of analytics, as you asked a moment ago, is going for it on fourth down. Ah. It freaking drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. because I, I, I get the analytics, but I see no rhyme or reason why teams do it at times. Sometimes I get it. You get the 35-yard line, you punt, you're not going to gain much anything, so you, you, know, you go for it. I think what's lost is my left tackle is going to kick the ass of your right defensive end. That's why we're going for that fourth down. Not because they got six guys with surface computers up in the press box going, time to go for it. You know, <laughs> you know, my left tackle is going to kick your ass, and that's how we're going to get the first down. I think they've taken the, the talent level out of it. The Eagles offensive line, as we said, one of the best in the NFL. I'm going to give them more fourth and one plays, and I'm going to run Jalen Hurts on a sneak because we're going to get it 90% of the time. That's my analytics. We're better. 
You think the Eagles are going to win? Yeah, I do. 31-21. Ooh, a double-digit victory. Look yeah. at that. My pick. It's a good call. <laughs> Ron Jaworski, <laughs> man, you look like you just you, you just know how to live life, man. You're the best, guys. You're chilling. Cigars hey. tonight amongst 1,200 friends. There you go. Maybe Ron, more. And, Ron, <laughs> what are you doing with Mueller? Oh, these guys are awesome. Each year, Mueller brings me here to the uh, radio row in the Super Bowl, and you know, we talk about their new products. And they've got this product out right now that's phenomenal, for, even for old quarterbacks, young quarterbacks now use it. Or the product just basically moves blood. You put this like boot on, a pressure boot, and it moves blood. Really simple. That's what I'm here for. Ron Jaworski right here on 105.3 The Fan. And then Eric Chiafalo didn't even attend the event. He came no, out to dinner man. with us. He cowered out. And, uh, you know, I, uh, Ron Jaworski is now my favorite person. Top three potential for Dak Prescott? That is my kind of music, Ron Jaworski. He's an old man. He don't know. He's he's the king of X's and O's. He introduced it to all of <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, he did. He's been watching film longer than Dan Orlovsky's been running out of end zones, baby. 877-881-1053. Chuckwreck.com. Text on. We got to talk about the Dallas Stars fight. Oh, the, the fan fight. The viral video. The fan fight. With Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Brett Favre is firing back. Someone behind us here is getting sued. Is Russell Wilson in trouble uh, for basically the same thing? And Antonio uh, Anthony Davis, excuse me, explains why he's not a bad LeBron teammate. All that next on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, we will celebrate DeMarcus Ware getting into the Hall of Fame last night. Darren Woodson denied yet again. Dak Prescott winning NFL Man of the Year, which just created a very interesting commercial break conversation here with Sean and RJ. You know, it is sad that uh, Super Bowl week, um, you know, those that won't be mentioned over there are, are talking about a Super Bowl game, and we're sitting here clinging to – Somebody who hasn't played for this organization in a decade, uh, making it into the Hall of Fame, and then another one winning the uh, NFL's version of the Lady Bing Award. <laughs> the Lady Bing Award. That's the that's the uh, that's the award they give out. To, that's a sportsmanship award in hockey that Wayne Gretzky always won because he refused to get his hands dirty. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little more than that. Yeah, it's, it's a little. It, you know it's, a little it it's a little more it's, than it's that. It's the soft. It's the soft NFL award. Oh my! Wow! It's the you're a good person award instead of you're a good football player. Award. <laughs> wow! That's what it is. That's what it is. We're sitting here. Wow! Everybody else is going to talk about the Super Bowl, and we're talking about ten well, years not, not playing for this organization, and you're a nice guy. Well, let's attempt to make Choppy feel a little bit guilty. Uh, here's Dak's acceptance speech after winning Walter Payton Man of the Year. Now, mostly, I want to acknowledge the person who has had the biggest influence on my life, my mother, Peggy. My mother was and still is my moral compass. And through my own charitable contributions, I seek to share her strength and courage with the world. It was one of a kind. My mother told me, as you saw in the video, my mother told me when she was diagnosed with cancer that all greats have a story. Allow me to be your story. She is my why, and with these words, just as she does and always did, my mother inspired me and motivated me to be great beyond the circumstances, and it is in her honor that I started my foundation in 2017 and named it the Faith Fight Finish, the three words she left me and my brothers. But since, the work also honors my brother Jace, who as you saw passed from suicide during COVID in 2020, and I made a promise that that'd be one life taken to save millions. Therefore, I am very, very thankful that this amazing for this amazing platform that allows me to do just that, share the story of my mom and my brother, and hopefully inspire so many others. Would you like to revise your comments? My comments has nothing to do with the person that he is. He's a great person, I'm just saying. It's just sad that we're sitting here that these people, 11 feet from us, are going to talk about a Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about the Nice Guy Award. You know what, you know what sucks is even the, the bad, like, even the bad, like, the bad boys that the Cowboys have on their roster can't play. Like when they, they keep a Kelvin Joseph, like he's not even good. Like they're not even taking advantage of, oh. of, of, their, of their exemption. You see Kelly Clarkson start off the uh, festivities yesterday with her like big Dallas Cowboy that. dress. Yeah. And then how about Woolchuck in the car saying he had a uh, had a thing for Kelly Clarkson? Why? I think there's I, I could see that. Early, I mean, I, no offense to Burleson. We love you guys. But like why? Early, early, early Kelly Clarkson, he said. I could see that. Woolchuck was five. When early Kelly, even more so. I mean, like you know, it's an older woman. I'm sure you've got your share of weird crushes that other people wouldn't understand. Kelly Clarkson's not that that weird of a crush. Who else? Who's on your crush wall? Um, it's uh, what's what's the hell's her name? Uh, Alexandra Daddario. Oh, from uh, White Lotus. She's up there. Uh, Kristen Bell. Um, is uh, she the one with that Dax dude? Yes, Dax Shepard. Uh, Anna Anna Kendrick. Emily Blunt, those are some of the ones. Okay, that's a pretty good list. Eight seven seven eight eight one. I know because it's my list. One zero five three. You know, when you get eight hours of sleep, you're you're, you're extra snarky. 
Yeah. It's, it, yeah. 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 That's, uh, what, yeah. What are you talking about? That's why I wasn't able to do as well with Orlovsky. I didn't get sleep. All right. <laughs> Who wants to recap this Dallas Stars fan fight that took place? Uh, but let, let Bobby do it because he's going to take some shots at Morgan Wallen, and it'll you can just see my face get irritated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so this guy in a Morgan Wallen roadkill haircut. God, uh, you could not be more stereotypical. Oh, I know. Of a Joe Dirt character. So he effed around and he found out. Um, yeah. But and honestly, he, here's here's where I come down. This he's, it's this, it's this guy, this young. I don't know how old do you think this guy is? Early twenties, if that. He looks really young. Yeah, and he's he's. He's talking all this smack to this uh, this other guy behind him. Big dude. And this is a big dude and an older guy. Yes. With, with mind you, um, uh, higher ground leverage. Yes. The big guy had the higher the big ground. Big guy had the higher ground. And and his girlfriend's like four his guy. girlfriend is already trying to like, hey, come on, like to the to the young Dallas Stars guy, like, come on, let's let's move back, you know, let, let's cut this out. And the guy just what hits him right in the jaw? Now I will say, well, the little the little punk dropped the N word. Yes, to the guy. He's yes. like, why don't you come down here and find out? Blank, blank. I mean, this may have been Morgan Wallen then. Uh, <laughs> and then right after, right after he said the word, the guy like slow mo punched this kid right in the face. The kid fell back. Like, if you pause it, I yeah. love in the comment section. It's amazing what the internet does. This is why Twitter is good for these stories. The kid is like gone. He's getting ready to go over the top rope, but he like levitates back. Like somehow he yeah. he responded and he regained his balance. Yeah, and then and then you know he he's got he's levitating here, and then all of a sudden he comes back. He comes back too. Yeah, um, and then the, the girl comes in out of nowhere, throwing some haymakers herself. That's, yeah, and that, the and the bigger order guys like trying not to punch her or hit her, so he's trying to hold her off. She can only do so much when she's swiping and hitting. Yeah. Oh, he should have grabbed them both by the hair and bopped their heads together. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And then this little twig, this little forty-pound punk, uh, gets put like just held against one of the chairs at the double AC. And then someone comes in the video, like a fan from behind, and like gives him a condescending pet of the hair, like starts petting his hair, <laughs> and that infuriates him even more. Sets him off. He's like, "Get off of me!" So, so I gotta ask, because uh, I know the reaction. If I put myself in these situations, minus the racial slurs, uh, and I'm down there and I get hit like that, Kristen is jumping in and starting to try and like wail on the guy really yes i don't know if y'all's ladies would but uh kristen would if i got hit like that she she would be doing the same thing she'd be like let's move back and then as soon as i got hit she'd be like what the hell's wrong with you and start wailing on well, trying RJ, to wail on rj's him. was ready to fight a fan bowl over his flannel shirt oh she yeah she was ready to go there yeah somebody made somebody made some cows by a flannel shirt She's, I liked your shirt. It was a great Campbell. shirt. Thank you. I, like, I, I, it was like eight dollars too. It was I, great. I thought you looked fly. I did look fly. But would, Thank you, you. would you get? Would Sarah jump in if this happened to you? Oh yeah. Would would, oh, would Amanda no, yeah. jump in? I don't know. Our our like our first fight was at uh, it was some bar and this guy like kept bumping us and bumping us and then like knocked our drink over and I like I was like you know I got in his face. I was like, what are you doing? Like first off, go get a drink and apologize. So, like. You know, my, my girlfriend, and she's the type, she gets, she wants zero confrontation. So she's like, yeah. stop. She's like getting mad at me. She gets mad at me over it. And I'm like, you're supposed to have my back. Like, what, what are you doing? She's like, stop being dumb. Like, don't be dumb. Like, yeah. just, 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 just avoid it. So I don't know. I think she's capable of fighting, but 
she don't got my back like that. Chris, well, <laughs> she's got your back. No, she's got I don't think back. so. She's, but she, Sarah's the same way. She chooses the avoidance and confrontation versus having my back. Yeah. And I want her to have my back over avoiding the if confrontation. You get, but this is different. If you get hit, she would step in. I know Sarah would step in if I got hit. Yeah. Like just. Yeah. Otherwise, she'd be like, "Don't, don't waste your time." Yeah. With because this, this, this girl Put it like was this. Trying, I'd rather have my mother-in-law than my wife. This girl was trying right. to keep her boyfriend out. Like, come on, walk away. And then as soon as he got hit, then she jumped in. So yeah. That's sort of, same sort of energy, I think. I, uh, Kristen, had to walk me out of uh, Pete's Piano Bar one time because I was gonna fight somebody. Roethlisberger? Uh, no, not Roethlisberger. It was uh, I don't even remember what the issue was. But she was like, "You have to leave. You're being drunk and stupid." And she literally like pushed me in the chest and like walked me out of the bar. So that was the Dallas Stars Double A C fight that took place. Uh, Brett Favre is not happy with a couple media members. A reminder to everyone in this room, ourselves included, you can be sued. You can't just say whatever you want because the Brett Favres of the world are keeping receipts. Favre is suing Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp for insulting him over the Mississippi yeah. welfare story. For defamation uh, of character. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, look. Man, I hate Brett Favre. That's not uh, that's uh, not defamation. I'm being very careful now with what I'm saying. You don't I, like him. You don't have to say, yeah, but, you know. He is. Did God. they, you know, did they go, uh, did they speak out of turn? In 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 defaming him, of I the love case. that phrase. Out of Speak turn. out of turn. Yeah, it's such a good phrase. Right? Hey, did they? I don't know. I don't know if they did. I have no idea. Like you know, what, what, if if he is, um, yeah. What's the specific allegation? Like, did they cross the line more I'll than talking you. about the news story? Shannon Sharp called Favre a sleaze ball uh, while accusing him of knowingly stealing one point one million in Mississippi Mississippi welfare Ooh, funds. There, there may be the issue. Like, you call anybody a sleaze ball you want, but. Knowingly, can you prove that he knowingly took the money? All right, McAfee accused Favre of stealing from the poor people of Mississippi. Brett has not been charged in the case somehow. Still, he still has not been charged. But someone or Brett Favre himself saw Shannon Sharp and McAfee, and now he's going after them legally. Yeah. I, I guess uh, they should just uh, change up their discussion to you know Jen Sturger and Vicodin then if they want to <laughs> criticize Brett Favre. Jen Sturger. God, what a blast of the past that was. That's where we that's where we get away and probably benefit from being a local radio show versus a national one. Some of the stuff we say, if we said on a national level, we'd be in a lot more trouble. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, McAfee said, every time his name gets brought up, we have to mention that he tied the hands of the poor people and took money right out of their pockets. Favre is certainly in the middle of stealing from poor people in Mississippi right now. So that's what I mean. They kind of did take it. Yeah. Oh, the, the next level saying like this happened. Careful. Yep. Right. You gotta be careful with these things when you talk about these legal. If it hasn't, if nothing's gone through yet, and no charge has been filed, you gotta be careful with that. And now we need a new nickname for Russell Wilson, Mister Mister. Mister. Now you saw me setting that up, and you didn't say it with me. You looked I dead straight at my face. Yeah. I thought you were. I didn't know I was supposed to join in. I thought you were just doing it. See how choppy I was, did it. I was That's chemistry. What I was doing. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, this, it's twelve years. This is why it's, it's just. Years. This is why it's just Sean and so RJ. Now look. This is, <laughs> Let me tell you the story first. Russell Wilson's foundation has apparently spent. There's an investigation. Denver Post. Russ's foundation has spent just twenty four cents of every dollar. Uh from the charitable activities in 2020 and 2021 combined. So they've raised millions. Only a quarter of it apparently has gone to charity. So that not, yeah. a, not a good look right now. It's not a good look. Um, you want to accuse him of definitely doing it 
and get sued by Russ? No, I don't <laughs> want to do that. I don't want to do that because uh, you know what? I want to know because I've always heard. I've always heard that a certain um, charity for disabled veterans um, doesn't give a ton of money that they make to the actual veterans that oh. they are trying to help. I think you'd find that's why I think it's so cool that Hagee and Corey reiterate to everybody when they're doing the My Possibility stuff, like whatever you donate today is go- like all of it's going here to, to this is because yeah. when there's there's a lot of instances of I think there's a lot of charities that you would find out that this is not I don't think totally uncommon what's going on with Russell. Yeah, okay. 25 percent may be uncommon. And it's 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 bad. But like, it's I mean, I see, I, I, I don't want to say any other charities on the air, but like, I mean, there are other charities I know about that, like that. I don't think you can go wrong in naming other charities. Okay, like this is one that I just know, uh, like I, you, you see this all the time. There's this thing that gets passed around on social media all the time about like March of Dimes is because every 10, per, it's 10% goes to the actual cause. And, uh, and so it's, that's what it is. I thought like, you were going to say how uh, Sandler siphons 10%, like. Towards frozen grapes. <laughs> uh, where in Woody out? Is Luca going to join Kyrie tonight? Let's get you set for the big game on Sunday. And we have news on Texas and Oklahoma Boy. when it comes to college football. Headlines with the guests continuing with a football Friday. Sean, RJ, and Bobby right here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.